41 minutes past four. The relationship between forgiveness and your well-being research has shown that forgiveness is linked to mental health outcomes such as reduced anxiety, depression and major psychiatric disorders, as well as with fewer physical health symptoms and lower mortality rates. How do you start the journey of forgiveness for yourself and others? Because clearly we need to start that journey. It's a good for us. Paula Quincy joining us now, who is relationship expert, author of Embracing Conflict and Embracing No, uh, which uh, and she works uh, both with individuals and organizations. Paula, always great catching up with you. How are you this Tuesday? Hi, morning, Asanda, to you and the listeners. I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm good, thank you very much, and uh, appreciating your time uh, again. When it comes to forgiveness, I mean, we, we've heard about the benefits of it. It's linked to our mental health. It's good for us to let go. But then we don't. Why don't we? Why do we struggle to forgive? So often it's because we are, it's a challenge for us to accept that that person is no longer a part of our lives. And because we've shared so much with this person, we've shared experiences, we've, sh- we've created memories together, we've had dreams that have been shattered, and often it's hard to get over that because we can internalize it as rejection and we can start doubting and questioning and asking ourselves, you know, what, what is it? Why am I not good enough? Why does this person not want me? So what do we need to understand about forgiveness then to to make that mental shift so that we can achieve it better? So it's important to understand that forgiveness is a journey. There's no one size fits all because everybody deals with and processes um, the experience differently. It's it's similar to going through grief um, and experiencing the death of something, which is the death of your relationship. Your relationship is gone. It's over. And so it's going through that grieving process and that, that cliche of time heals is true because we all, you know, it takes time for us to work through our emotions and process and um, to be able to, to find um, healthier coping mechanisms that relate to our well-being. Okay, so how do we start then this journey? As you say, it takes time. What, what is the point of departure? So the first thing is understanding what led to the relationship breaking down and what was your role in that contribution because both parties play a role in leading to that point. And then forgiveness is around, first of all, understanding what does forgiveness mean to you because we all associate different meanings with that word. For a lot of us, we think that forgiveness is I've accepted what you've done, I've accepted your behavior, I'm condoning, which is not. Forgiveness is around understanding what happened, how it made me feel, what I need to do to process those emotions, and then it's about getting closure about the situation so that I can move on and move forward. It's less about the other person and more about you and your own personal journey of healing. And uh, let's talk about that and and the benefits it gives us in our journey of healing. We, We say it's linked to mental health. Absolutely. You know, we go, go through different emotions. Some days we, we it may seem fine. Other days it can really hit us hard. And so it's understanding what triggers those emotions. For example, for some people, it's maybe a Friday afternoon, evening as you're heading into the weekend. For others, it may be a Sunday. Um, you know, and then put support structures in place to help you on those days when you do get triggered, that you can reach out and talk to people. And that it's okay that you're going to go through different emotions. Expect it and embrace it so that you can process it and work through what you're feeling, whether that's with a professional or a trusted support structure that you have in place to help you. 
And as you say, I mean, because you say it takes time, so I guess that's, that would answer to that and how we deal with that. Must put support structures in place. Absolutely. You know, depending on how long you were together with this person and how you're dealing with it, you know, six months should be more than enough time for you to process and get through and accept that the relationship is over. That doesn't mean that you're not going to have moments where you're going to think about this person. They say that the year of the first is always the hardest. So the first birthday without that person, the first anniversary, the first Valentine's Day, your first Christmas, your first New Year, it's going to trigger those memories. And that's okay. It's perfectly normal. But if after a year you find that you're still obsessing over this person and you can't move on, then that's when you should be seeking professional help. So let's talk about some of those unhealthy behaviors then. We touched on a little bit in terms of uh, why we uh, struggle to let go and why we struggle to forgive. You talk about now obsessing over the person. What are the other unhealthy ways that we engage uh, ourselves in that prevent us from being able to forgive? So you could be stalking your ex on social media and trying to you know, see what they're up to and who they're with and what they're doing. And that can only contribute to preventing you from moving on. So if need be, put complete distance between you, unfollow each other on social media, and if need, block the person on WhatsApp so that you don't reach out in those other moments of weakness. So, for example, a lot of people may use alcohol and excessive partying and going out. Um, Some people may jump into another relationship to get over their past relationship. Um, and, uh, and throwing yourself into work and becoming a workaholic as ways of coping. You know, those are some examples. Okay, so that's, that's what not to do. When do we get uh, into therapy when it comes to the issue of forgiveness? When do we know that we need extra outside help now? I think when you're constantly obsessing about your ex, when you are feeling really down and, and emotional and, and um, you know, can potentially lead to depression, when you feel the constant bouts of rage or anger or extreme sadness, when it's affecting your ability to function every day or have relationships with other people, so your family and your friends, and you start withdrawing from them, those are some signs that you need help. Okay, and how do we connect with uh, you, uh, Paula? By the way, your book, Embracing No, I was saying earlier, I think it touches on our quote of the morning. Today's quote is quite a nice short one by John Carney that says, you can't always play the hero, you have to play the villain. (laughs) And that's part of embracing no. Sometimes you have to say no and you'll be the villain, right? Correct, absolutely. It's okay to say no, you don't have to feel guilty about it. Yeah. How do we connect with you? So I'm on all the social media platforms, so Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, and my website is paulaquinzy.com. Thanks so much. And we need copies of the, those books, so we remind ourselves of what's important as we go through this journey of life. Uh, always appreciating your time, Paula. Paula Quincy is relationship expert, author of Embracing Conflict and Embracing No. That's in our wellness corner.